All right. Hello, Idiots on Parade, the two ugly for TV podcast. Hi, Jake. How's it going? All is well here. That is Jake Vevra, stand-up comedian in New York City. I am Nathan Timmel, stand-up comedian in Iowa City. It is Saturday, July 10th, and uh, we are recording now. You, If you're listening to us on Chicago's Comedy Scene Network, radio network, that's awesome. We are there Tuesdays at 5 a.m. and 5 p.m. Otherwise, we're on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, anywhere you hear your favorite podcast. Jake, my favorite thing is in the news again. I love this, love this, love this, love this. And every time it pops up, it's a reminder that you and I are doing something wrong. We are doing something horribly, horribly wrong. Would you agree that we're doing something wrong? We're drinking ourselves to death slowly. No, well, you are, but uh, well, actually you're doing it quickly. <laughs> but yeah, it's true. Um, Trump filed a lawsuit against social media. He's going after Twitter, Facebook, uh, he's, he's uh, not just uh, social media, Google. He filed a bunch of lawsuits because he is uh, defending free speech, even though Twitter, Facebook, that has nothing to do with free speech, but he's, he's basically it's a baseless lawsuit. It's pointless. But the instant he filed the lawsuit, the instant it hit the news that, hey, my name is Donald Trump and I'm going after uh, uh, these, these, these liberal companies, these tech companies, they're liberal, they're horrible, they, they suppress my freedom of speech, donate money to me. He instantly started texting, emailing, and tweet, not tweeting, but his, product, his campaign went into fundraising mode. I love it. I cannot love it more that every time he, he says he's doing something, he calls upon his followers to just give him money with, as we have seen time and time again, the clause that maybe your money will go towards the lawsuit, but basically it's just you're giving money to me and I can do with it whatever I want. I love it, Jake. We, we need to do this. We need to start something where people just give us money. Well, I think that's kind of what Steve Bannon did only with the Trump stuff. He somehow became a middleman in all this. I think that's what we got to do. We got to just start, uh, you know, fake Facebook profiles and Twitter profiles and stuff like that and just make up fake lawsuits that Trump is doing. Like start GoFundMes for like Donald Trump is suing Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez for breathing. Uh, he wants to put her in an airtight cage <laughs> and take away her ability to breathe and destroy America. Give us money so that we can do this. You know, I'm right. not saying we make millions and millions of dollars off it, but I'll bet we at least get a few thousand. We just make shit up. You know what I mean? We need to make it legal to own not only not only firearms without any kind of background checks, but also cheetahs. Did the Constitution say we couldn't have cheetahs? No. This is what the founding fathers wanted. Give us money. We will make it happen. I think that's a goddamn brilliant idea. I mean, I like it. I also worry that we're just we're, we're bottom feeders at that point. The real money is in creating our own cult of dummies who will just give us money for anything we want. Right. If your idea is good. It, it's a start, though. We, what we want to do is elevate ourselves to the point where like Trump, we can just say, hey, give us money and uh, because, you know, I'm on your side and people just give us money. 
we but I, we got to pay our dues with this whole grifting true. thing, just like anything else. You know what true. I mean? You start at the open mics, you start doing bar shows and clubs, theaters, whatever, man. Joel Olstein didn't start day one in front of a, a, a fucking <laughs> arena. He was at tents going, I will make this crippled boy walk, you know? <laughs> Jesus, take the demons out of his knees and make them work again. And then the kid that could walk the whole time uh, would pretend he couldn't walk, and then he'd stand up, and everyone would be, oh, Jesus made me walk. Buy Joel Olstein's book and put a bunch of money in that hat he's passing around. And and look where he is today, gripping yeah, on you know, a... we start in a tent, yep. work our way into a structure. You All know? right. Walls and plumbing and stuff. Good and goddamn plan. I like the way you think. That's that's good. All right. So, uh, listeners, watch for our GoFundMe page. We promise we will have your best interests at heart, whatever it is. Just give us money. Dude, help us buy an albino tiger for Donald Trump. The liberals don't want him to have one. The goddamn liberals. Um, did you happen to see Trump? Uh, not Trump himself. I'm sorry. Uh, there was a cartoonist that was trending on Twitter a couple days ago because of this lawsuit. Did you see any no. of that? It was phenomenal. So this cartoonist, this right-wing cartoonist, um, he drew a picture of Trump on, uh, I think a horse. It's supposed to be a donkey, but maybe it was a donkey, but it said, uh, Don Trump Quixote, I believe. So he was, he was modeling it after Quixote, Don Quixote and Trump had a, had joust and was charging a windmill, an old school Dutch windmill. And each of the blades said Facebook, Google, Twitter, and the point of the cartoon was Trump is going to take on the tech companies and good for him and blah, blah, blah. And the reason it was trending on Twitter is, as anybody knows, the guy got it backwards because the whole point of Don Quixote is he's fighting imaginary villains. So that's what everybody pointed out is you don't know anything about the goddamn book. You actively are showing, yes, Trump is taking on imaginary villains by fighting Twitter and Facebook. Only you're trying to make him look like a champion. And he just completely fucked up his own cartoon and got roasted for it. It's what happens. Well, when plus, you don't it's, read it's not the same as Don Quixote. This would be like if Don Quixote was like, listen, um, I'm going to need a horse and a, and, a, and a jousting lance, some armor. I'm going to fight the windmills. And then instead of taking on the windmills, he, he, he bought a boat and took a hooker onto the boat <laughs> instead. Didn't actually do any of that shit. Right. He just uh, rode off with the, the 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 funds that the peasants gave him. Like, uh, give yeah. me your gold that I may buy. He's just the- galloping off with a whore <laughs> on the back of his steed. I love you and you're very special. And he uses the gold to pay off the whore, just like Stormy Daniels. Yeah, yeah, he's, he's fucking paying lawsuits and everything else. And yeah, I mean, I don't know how anyone's falling for that at this point. It's like, wait a minute, you, you were talking about what a successful businessman you are all the time, but now, oh, oh, oh I need to go do a lawsuit. Can I get some money, guys? Can I get some legal fees? I need to, I need to pay lawyers. I don't have any, like, what do you, aren't you this fucking rich guy? Aren't you this, don't you have all this money tucked away? Like, what do you, why do you need it from us? Well, I mean, they're the well, it goes back to the beginning where he said, I'm rich. I don't need to do fundraising. I will not be beholden to special interests. Now he can't I even will... sue a social media company exactly. without a bunch of fucking yokels who like <laughs> work at truck stops and shit, chipping 10, $20 in at a time. It's crazy. And that's a, uh, that's a, uh, they're, they're scratchers money. They're, they're not buying scratchers that week because they're giving it to him. 
Is what he at least giving a raffle? If you donate to my Good. fake lawsuit, one of you will get a million bucks. I'll pull it out of a hat. It's like vaccinations. What do you mean? You get, if you get a vaccination, you get a you get a. Oh, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. The the bribery to get vaccinated. Either Dude, he way, he should create his own fucking vaccine. He should. I mean, he should really just snake oil the fuck out of this at this point. You know, do you call it the freedom vaccine or some shit like that? <laughs> Don't go with any of these commie fucking AOC vaccines. None of this Pfizer, Johnson and Johnson. None of this shit. Uh, use Trump vaccines. We have the best vaccine. It's gold. You know, like that. That's what I would do. Like Trump stakes, Trump University, really Trump water. Morons yeah. at this point. Brand it. Why not? Trump oh, Airlines, yeah. brand the shit out of it. Don't get it injected. I love it. I love it so much. People get angry with him. People, the left gets outraged. I love it. If people yeah. want to give him their money, good for them. I think the it's Trump hilarious. vaccine only sold at sharper image. Absolutely. <laughs> the the mall catalog that's no longer on airplanes. Some, you got to find it somewhere. You got to go to the dark web. You got to buy it from Daily Stormer or some shit. I do think it's funny. I uh, like anybody. Um, I'm a dumb guy. And when I signed up for Twitter and Facebook, I did what Jake, I know you did. And I would guarantee that 99.99999% of users, there's, there's one nerd in a billion out there who did read, here we go, the user agreement but the rest of us just clicked, yeah, yeah, user agreement, whatever. And somewhere in that user agreement, it says, we get to control what we post on this fucking social media site. So his lawsuit is already invalid. Like whoever signed him up, anyone that signs up clicks an agreement and that agreement has an out clause for it. So he, the, the lawsuit is without merit. I mean, and I'm going yeah, I aside mean, from the whole point that freedom of speech is, is a governmental guarantee, not a private industry guarantee. So that, that, shoots down the whole lawsuit but also the fact that you signed up with their user agreement right yeah and i'm not saying that these social media companies aren't super fucking biased against oh, any yeah. conservative people they 100 percent are man and it's and it's it, it's it's i think it's hypocritical when people on the left go hey man it's just a private company and if you don't like it blah blah blah, blah. And, and they seem to think that their side of the aisle is just always going to be in control of the people who are controlling all of the the, the media and shit it's like that's not always going to be the case i don't know how how that doesn't concern you that said um you don't think anybody who is sort of like a big entertainer or political person like whatever um, has a big following who got, you know, thrown in Facebook jail or whatever the fuck. You don't think they ever looked into this? You don't think they were ever like, hey, I use this to like market myself and sell products and right. my shows and things like that. This is actually hurting me. This is actually hurting my business. Um, can I sue these motherfuckers for this? Can I do? Oh, I can't because uh, paragraph right. seven tells me to go fuck myself when I create <laughs> an account here. Exactly. I mean, and I... I get where Trump's coming from because he's not what's called a big reader, but you know, his lawyers have to know this. The lawyers that are like, yeah, if you want to pay us, go ahead. If you want to fund. No, they don't though. The people that are still his lawyers now. That's true. The Sidney Powell's and the Giuliani's that dude, I seen a couple of these motherfuckers on TV, like kind of toward the end of the, whole oh, all the guys that got up and were incoherent during the impeachment where it was dude, like yeah any court I mean, of law he would have been impeached except the republicans didn't care about facts or reason or they logic sounded or like truth. fucking buffoons man yeah. I, I saw this lady who looked like she was this young zygote she was on bill maher she was like in her 20s like yeah hi i'm trying to play here now mm-hmm. and, she, she and she kept going on about her one win in pennsylvania like we get we're getting at it and 
<laughs> months later, it was still that one benign technicality win they got, and they lost everything. But on, on Mars, she was talking about that one where like, no, we've got a win. And he's like, yeah, it's it's a technical win. It didn't make a difference. Yeah, it was was it, it was something along the lines of, oh, we'll actually hear this case. Yes, maybe. Not, hey, here's here's a bunch of fucking fake votes that we found. Like that's right. the way she was parading it around as. Yep. 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 As opposed to all the other cases where they're like, not even going to see this in the courtroom. This is fucking <laughs> ridiculous. And then the one they did see, they lost. <laughs> so. Right. And these are like Republican run states, most yep. of these. So it's just like, what are you, what are you fucking talking about? Well, I mean, I, we got to get in on the grift. That's where this is all going. So the, the, he can sue all he wants. I, I, people can donate all the money they want. Good for them. I think it's Dude, great. Fake GoFundMes for Donald Trump shit. Um, hey, I was excited to see this dick bag in the news again, and that's how I refer to him. We've talked about Michael Avenetti in the past, and I think you and I share the same confusion as to why does anyone pay attention to him? And you and I, I remember us having the conversation when he said that he might run for president, and our conversation was, who the fuck's going to vote for this guy? Nobody. And now he's in jail. <laughs> it made me laugh. Yeah, yeah. It's It's one of those things that's like, you can you can almost instantly when that guy starts talking, you're like, oh my god, this is like, this is like a million dollar grifter. You yes. know, this is this is like the Joel Olsen. Well, he's he's in between, right? The um the theater level grifter and the Joel Olstein arena level grifter. Oh, but I he's like that. too fucking. It's like yeah, but he's too uh, shooting from the fucking hip, man. He's too all over the place. It's too obvious what he's doing. And the thing you went to jail for, anybody not familiar, Avenatti, 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 whatever, was was Stormy Daniels' his lawyer. And he got wrapped up with this, this, this guy that worked with Nike, had a sponsorship, I believe. And Nike said, we're ending the sponsorship. And the guy said, hey, uh, Michael, can you help me get the sponsorship back? I want to work with Nike. So what Avenatti did is he went to Nike and said, pay $25 million or we're going to release these files uh, that show that you guys are jerks. And Nike went, what? That's extortion, blackmail. And even the guy that had hired him and asked for help said, that, that's not what I wanted. I don't want $25 million. I just want my relationship with Nike. And so it goes to court. And now he's going to jail because he did not represent his client's needs. And he tried to blackmail slash extort a company. And yeah, so like you said, he was trying to grift on a, that's a very good way of putting it. He was trying to grift on a larger scale. He had done the Stormy Daniels thing. Now he was going for the big $25 million payout with Nike. And, 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 you know, they're, they're going to uncover emails from Trump to Jared Kushner going, listen, if you pay me $50 million, I'll plant Coke in this horse pockets. Uh, we can get Stormy Daniels in jail. I'll do it in one of those fucking red states where an eight ball is like I, 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 decapitation. Uh, we'll we'll get her taken out, man. You and me. How about we do this? Yeah, because I mean. And he lost everything every time. He's, he's almost like Trump going after election fraud. Every time he went up against something with Stormy Daniels, he's like, this is it. We're bringing Trump down. And then it was like, oops, lost. And then, um, God, I'm already forgetting. He he was going to represent several other women. And he said, this is it. We've got Trump this time. And it all went away because he's that incompetent and as a big because when those women showed up for their first uh, I'm going to sue for sexual harassment meeting, uh, they walked into his office and he was doing lines off of a naked 16 year old. Yeah. And they were like, I don't know. I don't know if this is the guy. Yeah. Well, he's going away. I guess he won't be president like he thought. I mean, his, fuck that. I'm still writing him in. 
<laughs> All right. Um, let's move on to the big story I wanted to talk about, because you and I, we haven't talked about this in several years, and we both have solid opinions. Um, and we haven't talked about this version of it yet. Biden, of all people, and it's happened, it's done. He said, I'm pulling the troops out of Afghanistan. And that's it. It's it's not even huge news. It just sort of, that's it. It just happened. Like, they closed down Bagram. How much time did you spend at Bagram? I never visited. I only went to Kandahar. But uh, were you ever at Bagram? Bagram, yeah, I, I flew in and out of there. Uh, okay. But I was in like a small company size fob. And so like up in the up in the Kush Mountains, the way it goes is everything has to go on, on helicopters because they're small little fobs. Yeah. Helicopters just kind of take straight up off the ground for like a fixed wing, like an airplane. You need you need like an airfield. You need someplace right. big. And so that's Bagram, right? Um, and then it was it we would just fly on like Blackhawks and things from fob to fob to eventually get to where we were. But gotcha. uh yeah, I mean, it was a huge fucking base, man. I mean, there was like a hundred thousand people or some shit there, man. Yeah, I, I don't even know. But it was it was the central, like it was number one, and Kandahar was number two. Um, but yeah, it was the central staging zone. And the the reason I sent it to you is, I mean, we can talk about this. We've we've said many times that all they do is fight. I, I, you look throughout history, and the idea that we could step in and solve all their problems was fucking absurd. Uh, well, it's, they, it's too fractured. It's too tribal, especially up in the Kush Mountains where that is. Um, it's it's not yeah. It's not one unified kind of thing going on, man. It's, no. it's, it's really not. And so uh, the former president, uh, Karzi, went, Hamid, Hamid Karzi went yeah, Karzai, on, the yeah. B, on the BBC and said that the United States did not fight successfully or honestly in Afghanistan and would not be welcome back. Okay, successfully? Sure, I. you could say we did not fight successfully. Honestly, I'm not going to get into that one because... Well, no, it's because we used to work with shady motherfuckers like Karzai. Yeah. I agree with that. <laughs> but his, his last line, the idea that we would not be welcome back. Um, right, when, that's because when, he's getting paid from people who aren't us because we're leaving. The second we slip <laughs> money in his fucking bra... I will slip if we come with enough billions of dollars. That motherfucker will prance in front of us in a g-string and and let us tuck it into his ass cheeks. Well, and he doesn't have to. My whole point is, I, I agree with you. First of all, that he's a shady motherfucker that'll just take. He, he he's going on the news and saying these things so he can look and sound tough. Great, I get it. But were we invited there in the first place? Isn't that what an invasion is? We just sort of showed up and said, "Hey, we don't like what you did, so we're gonna fuck your shit up." I mean, <laughs> yeah, we put some puppet dictator in charge. What was his name? Oh, yeah, Karzai. That was his fucking name. <laughs> fucking but the whole point is we wouldn't be invited back. But the tweet I uh, saw this on was where he said, uh, you know, we would not be, hey, uh, 2,312 American troops dead. So we had some sacrifices, uh, over 20,000 wounded and $2.26 trillion invested over 20 years in that fucking country. I think it's time. I think we earned the right to give twin middle fingers in the air and say, fuck you, grow up, take care of yourself. I mean, how long were we supposed to babysit them? Right. And that's, you, you know, there's not going to be a good way to really pull out of there. And, no. and to anybody who still thinks we should be hanging around and it, it, it's sort of the, the rhetoric is it's irresponsible to, to just leave and, 
not make it a, a functioning country first. It's sort of the argument that goes back to World War II. The the hey, we could we could leave it like we left Germany in World War One, or mm-hmm. leave it like we left Germany in World War II. Same with Japan. You, you know what I mean? Yep. Um, and we want to do it more like we left in World War II, so that an even worse fucking asshole doesn't come along, i.e., Hitler after World War One, because yes. he, he was left all fucking shitty and and it got taken over by nut jobs you know because that's that's when nut jobs take over your country normally is when it's fucking like crumbling well and, and the some two guy shows up and he's just are, like what if we did this shit and yeah. they're like i, I guess well and we after world war one we settled germany with debt we said hey you started this war it's your fault you pay all of right. europe and after world war ii we said "Ooh, okay let's rebuild you right Exactly. But the idea that you're going to leave that place looking like um, a a Japan or a Germany is a goddamn fantasy. And my question to anybody who thinks and and look, I think we should absolutely be doing something to help, especially the interpreters there. We should be trying to get them here. The people that that I got thoughts on that when you're done. I got thoughts there. Go ahead. Right. You know, and and we we should be doing more for that. Um, If if there's something we can do to help the infrastructure, great. I, I don't in terms of when I was there, that didn't look like any kind of realistic possibility at all. Anybody you hand that to is just going to use it to fight somebody else over there. And that's just what it is, you know? So it's, it's, it's bloods and crips with no fucking cops. I mean, that's, that's essentially what you have in that country. And so it, it, it's, it sucks. It's sad, but to anybody who's saying we should, well, we need to wait more. So we leave it in a better place. Okay. How many decades do you think we should stick around in that country to turn it into a goddamn utopia? Because if you say we, we're not pulling out now, that means your answer is more than two. We've been there for two decades long now. It's it's the longest war in American history. It's not getting talked about much on the, the news because we've had presidents from both sides resigning over this fucking thing. And our, our news is just polarized. It's just red versus blue. Red, this is blue. But now this is a purple fucking war. Both sides are, 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 are you know, have their hands in this war. So neither side can use it to point at the other side and be like, hey, fuck you. I couldn't agree more with anything you just said. It's it's all dead spot on. Oh, and, and one more thing real quick with that, mm-hmm. though. And this is one thing I will genuinely give Trump credit for. And and no one ever really will in the media. But he is a big reason we're out of there right now, because the big pushback to pulling out of these places used to be the saber rattling on the right. Oh, how dare you? We need to respect the troops. He finally was the guy who made it okay for at least a lot of these right wing like politicians and stuff to be like, yeah, we've been over there too fucking long. Because remember, the big one against him was Jeb Bush in the beginning. And Jeb Bush was still all about, you know, that's George Bush's brother. That's, hey, we need to keep America safe by having all these people over there. And, and Trump like, no, 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 I, this is bullshit. I think we should pull out. Now, do I think he was actually going to do anything to pull out? No, that was just something he was saying to fucking make people uh, vote for him because it's, it's politically unpopular on both sides now with the people. But the politicians are still getting paid by the weapons manufacturing company, companies, um, both both sides, but especially the right. And so they would always, no, 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 we need to keep people over there. He finally made it. Um, okay for these guys publicly to be like, yeah, we we shouldn't stay tied to this war. And so that's why you're not getting pushback right now while Biden's doing this. If anything, they're trying to take credit for Trump saying, we should leave and fuck it. I'd rather have that side trying to take credit for it than trying to push back. So yeah. that's one thing I'll give Trump credit for. Well, I, and I won't argue that. Um, you may be, you, you have, you give me one thought, well, you give me a bunch, but um, one thought I had while you're speaking is you talk about the 20 year war we've been in is if you examine it, we kind of, and I'll use air quotes, won 
almost immediately. In fact, Afghanistan fell so quickly that that's part of the reason they wanted to invade Iraq is Rumsfeld, uh, may he rest in hell, even said Afghanistan's got no good targets. They wanted to invade Iraq. So we we won Afghanistan near immediately, which means I'm just going to throw this out there. 19 of the past 20 years have been trying to help Afghanistan get their shit together and squash the last of the the assholes. But like you said up front, it's all tribalistic. The central government really doesn't have any power outside of. I mean, I think what Americans do is they look at Afghanistan and they think in terms of relative to what they see. They see, oh, I live in Milwaukee, and then there's Chicago and DC and Seattle, and there are other states like Texas and Alabama and, and Missouri. Afghanistan is not like that. Imagine if the people in Atlanta were their own tribe and did not allow people from Memphis to cross over without a skirmish or a fight. Or Oh, that may be what it's like in the provinces where it's a little flatter, like out, out west where I was at, up in the Kush Mountains by Pakistan. Yeah. This is like, oh, the people from this county hate the people in the next county. Yeah, There's 99 counties in, counties in Iowa, and they're all their own fucking country. Exactly. That's where I was going. So many country and they go, oh, we're the we're the Iowa State Patrol. And it's like, nah, you're just another fucking group of people from a little over the farther over the mountains. Like we don't even recognize that shit as it it is whatever. And especially when you go, oh, the the country of Afghanistan, not even just province of of, of Pactia where I was at, but like the 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 country of Afghanistan, it's like, but that's something the British made up. I don't even know what the fuck you're talking about. And 90% of the people up where I was at were like illiterate. So what are you going to do? You're going to fucking, you know. And, and then you build a school exploder. and it gets bombed and you build a school and it gets bombed. And it, 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 right, right. At some, so that's what we've been doing for 19 years. So anybody that argues, yeah, but we got to stay longer. You you break it. Uh, you, you bought it. We didn't technically break it. It's been broken for a long time. It was arrogant of us to think we could swing in there with our American dick and think we're America. We can do anything. Um, it, it, it goes back to what we've always thought, which is America is a young country. We think that because we're so, you know, broad shouldered and bare chested that we, we can fix things. These tribalistic communities go back centuries and you, you just don't fix that overnight. And, and at some point, as Biden is doing, you got to pull out and say, look, sorry, you're responsible for your own fucking country. Dude, and the Taliban Karzai, might take over again as long as they don't fucking fly airplanes into us. That's how we feel about it is it sucks, but, you know. Yeah. And uh, Karzai going on TV talking about the American government fights wars in a shady way overseas. That is like Giuliani now going on TV going, Trump is not such a good guy. <laughs> he does shady legal shit. Did you guys know that? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I thought we might have more thoughts on it. I, I, when you were speaking, I had several ideas run through my head and they're all gone, but I, I don't know. There, there's, there, no, that was Iraq. I was going to confuse the two. I, it's time to leave. It's about time we leave. It was time a long time ago. Anybody arguing for it is just someone. The only people I think that are arguing for it are people profiting off it. Other than that, I can't see anyone having a reason. Well, for there's a lot of people on the left, actually, that are that I've seen. Not a lot, a lot, but some just because 
it, it, it's sort of one of those things to where every, everything's so polarized now that, oh, well, Trump was the one that originally said we should pull out. And look, he doesn't care about the people of Afghanistan or what about the women of Afghanistan. And this was a Trump thing. And fuck that. It's, it's kind of like how early last year when Trump was talking about Corona coming from a lab, it was like, wait, did Trump say it? Then it's not true. Yeah. And we'll boot your ass off Facebook if you even mention it. Now and it's looking like it's just probably where it came it from. Could it could have happened. Yeah. Sense. You know, um, it's it's so I, I I see people going at it from that angle, but it's also like, what are you doing? Don't don't make the Democrats the pro-war party when we're 20 years into a fucking war. Do not put <laughs> 22 more decades in Afghanistan on blue bumper stickers. That will not bode well for you in any election coming up don't make yourself do not let the right wingers steal the anti-war movement from us 20 years into a war you fucking morons oh well, i mean two more 20 more years can't be any worse than defund the police on a bumper sticker <laughs> I, yeah or abolish the police yeah you know, exactly. might as well well put the two of them right next to each other i love crime and war like yeah just just do that I'll get you all the votes in the world. Um, all right. Uh, let's stick. Let's uh, jump around. Oh, I, I had something that I didn't send you. I thought this was funny because um, I, we had talked about it in the past. I don't know if you saw over the course of this past week, uh, Toyota was uh, in the news again because we, we, we mentioned it in passing, didn't we? We talked about this a little bit. They gave they gave money to politicians they said they would not give money to because they were insurrectionists that did not uh, that did not vote to certify the election sure and so that created a big hullabaloo and people are saying how dare toyota do this so twitter was uh, all now, honda has has a civic coming out with colin kaepernick's face on the side of it <laughs> so people they're going it. the other way they're like i'm hitting everything's polarized in that fucking country i'm gonna hit the 50 percent on this side um, well, Toyota released a statement saying that they had uh, reassessed their values and would no longer donate to these politicians. And Twitter was happy. People were saying, see, this is what happened when the people rise up and give their voice and tell the corporations. And I'm just looking at all these tweets going, hey, dumb fucks, isn't this what Toyota said immediately after the insurrection and then still gave the money anyway? What's different this time? You think that in five months, they're not going to just start sliding checks back to these people? I, I don't understand the celebratory victory over something. It's like I, I a rematch. Like, I'm, I'm trying to find a way to frame this. You play a football game, you win by a field goal, and you celebrate, we won. But then the other team steals the trophy, and you're like, hey, you stole our trophy. Well, we'll play another game, and you win again. And it's like... The, the other side doesn't care. Toyota doesn't care. They're, they're making statements. They're just going to go back to donating money. It's what they do. I don't understand the, the victory. It's the same goddamn victory you already claimed after January 6th. Dude, they're just bribing these people to make them pay less taxes. What, how, do you, how do you not get this? They don't care about their political stances. Yeah, the Republicans will vote to have Toyota have lower corporate tax, so that's all they want. Oh, uh, they're dictators? All right, uh, will we pay less? Will we make more? Fine. We Toyota are giving money to Elizabeth Warren because we like that she stands up for the rights of Planned Parenthood. And we as a car company really care about the rights of women in every state to nah, she's going to give us a tax break. I'm just fucking with you. I'm doing this for our bottom line. And that's all it is. 
I think people on Twitter are so fickle. They just celebrate the immediacy and keep no eye on the, uh, on the, the overall picture is this, that's why I like Twitter. It's fun for me. Yeah. Yeah. Here's, here's one that I found interesting. Sears and Kmart both pulled t-shirts that were calling Ashley Babbitt, an American Patriot after, Oh, again, here we are. Twitter backlash. Someone discovered that, uh, that these stores were selling the, uh, Ashley Babbitt American Patriot shirts and they, they raised a stink. And so the store said, oh, uh, we're sorry, we'll stop, uh, we'll, we'll stop selling these. Um, I'm surprised they're not being sold at Home Depot because that's the, the right-wing store to begin with. They're unashamed. They give their money all to... I mean, they know, pulled that shirt, but they still, they still sell G-strings that say free Derek Chauvin, you know? I thought those <laughs> were much worse. Well, I also don't understand how Sears and Kmart are still in business and or isn't that their target demo, especially at Kmart? I mean, you're not going to find those at Target. And if they were selling well, then you would, because I don't. Oh, why aren't they at Walmart? That's the one I really want to know. Well, I I think they're basically like Toyota with the congressman. You know, well, but he supported uh, insurrection. Blah, 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 blah. It's like they don't really care. They're just selling the shirt because they think it might. They're just throwing spaghetti against the wall and seeing what sticks, man. If I was a, yeah. it's sort of like that Nicholas Cage line in uh, Lord of War where he's like, you're not a real arms dealer until you've sold weapons to, to countries or to, to people fighting your own countrymen, you know? And he's like, I, I want to sell weapons to both sides. That was kind of his whole thing. Um, I think they should have a, the, the a- Ashley Babbitt shirt right next to the shirt, an identical shirt with the name of the cop that was killed at the Capitol. You know what I mean? Like saying the same thing about both of them. And yeah. just like, yeah, yeah, here's some for you. Here's some for the other team. And let it, you walk in and pick whichever team you're on and whichever shirt you want to wear proudly. That's 100% what I would do if I was Kmart. I'd be like, fuck you. And if anybody tries to cancel me for either shirt, I want to point at the other shirt and be like, see, I like your side too. Come on into Kmart, 50% off. Parody is fair. I wonder how many Kmart stores there are left in America anyway, that this could be discovered and become such big news. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would right next to the Al- Alex, what's her name? Alyssa Babbitt. What was that? Ashley Babbitt. Ashley Babbitt. Right next to that is a picture of um, AOC pegging Mitch McConnell, like right there. I mean, just right next to the Ashley Babbitt shirt. And that would be fun. All right. Um, I had a couple other stories up on my screen, but as I'm looking at them now, I don't really care about either of them. Is there anything you wanted to talk about, my friend, as um, we close shut down? Because uh, the other two stories were kind of, eh. I just, I throw, like I did with, this, with what you just said, I was throwing spaghetti at the wall when I saw the story. I said, ooh, let's talk about this. And now as I get back to it, I'm like, I don't want to talk about that. One of them was Megan McCain leaving The View. Shit, I don't care about. I guess my point on Megan McCain leaving The View was, why is this news? And that's that was my only, like, she's just going to get replaced show. by another clucking I mean, hen. She was clearly on there as like, hey, look, we're showing both sides. It's not a super left-leaning thing. But then the person you get for the other side is like a bumbling fucking chucklehead. And uh, it's it's sort of like for, well, for the left... I'm gonna for this debate, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get Cornell West for the right. I'm going to get one of Ted Nugent's testicles. And <laughs> going to, and they're gonna debate. It's an even-handed thing. Well, like like you just said, it, it was literally 
I think I've, I've honestly never watched it. I think the view is five women. So it would be four on the left and then uh, your token on the right to show both points of view. And the yeah, only time I another one on there who's kind of conservative and isn't as fucking nutty as Megan, but Megan was really the one that was sort of, oh, look, we're throwing both sides. It's like, how oh, are you? Yeah. I, and like I said, my point was great. She's, she's quitting. So they'll hire someone else that no one will care about. Why is this news with all that's going on in the world? This is dominating the headlines on this day. And now we're talking about it. And that's why I decided I didn't want to talk. About I, I just it. hope we get another Megan McCain video out of Tim Dillon. That's my only hope out of this. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, good talking to you, my friend. Love Guru's podcast every Thursday at. Oh, Love Guru's podcast. Yeah. Every Thursday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern on YouTube. Live Watch on YouTube. Live. It goes live. Come and, come and uh, check it out. Comment. Uh, ask questions. Tell us to go fuck ourselves. Whatever you want to do. And I can be found, Jake can be found at jakevevera.com. I can be found at nathantimmel.com. I have a book called We Are 100 Out. You can look it up on Amazon. Positive reviews there. And uh, you go, huh, positive reviews. I should buy this. And you should. All right. I will talk to you next week, my friend. I will see you in person in about a week and a little over. When are you coming back? Oh, that's right. Uh, I think the 23rd-ish. All right. Around. 23rd. I'll be leaving. I have gigs. I if, if you're in St. Paul, ladies and gentlemen, that weekend, I don't know the exact dates. I'll promote it next week, but I will be at the Laugh Camp Comedy Club in St. Paul the week before Jake's wedding. Nice. All right, my friend, I will talk to you later. <laughs>